And I feel like we always get asked the question, like, when we met, was it like Grey's Anatomy? And that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> it was just like making out in the broom closet. <laughs> Welcome to the Investing RN podcast, the number one podcast for nurses and nursing professionals who want to create a future of abundance, security, and freedom. Join us for interviews with experts and inspiring stories from nurses who are crushing their financial goals. Investing RN is more than just a podcast about money. It's about helping nurses to achieve their overall life goals, whether that's retiring early, starting their own business, or traveling the world. We believe that nurses deserve to be financially literate and have access to the resources they need to build wealth. So if you're a nurse who's ready to take control of your finances and create a future you love, then Investing RN is the podcast for you. Subscribe today and start your journey towards financial freedom. Welcome to the Investing RN podcast. This is our intro episode where we will introduce you to the team here. It's myself, Colin Davis, along with my wife, Jen, and my co-host, Josh Condado. So we're going to kind of take some time here to let you know who we are and how we all fit into the team here and what you can kind of expect going forward and, and why we're doing all this. So maybe maybe you could start off, Josh, and tell, you, tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, how you got to where you are now. So Jennifer is my sister, so she's going to talk about herself. And also, like, obviously, we have a lot of the same backstory. So yeah, Jennifer, go for it. So wife, Colin is my husband. Josh is my brother. So this is a family team here. I've been a nurse for since 2012. So however many years it is, 11 years. I'm not working as a nurse currently. I have a per diem job that I haven't worked at since March of this year, I believe. So pretty much on my way out for the like 12th time. This time is probably going to be the one that sticks. <laughs> so what we're doing now is for me, my has been my goal since I started nursing. It was not a good fit for me. So what we're doing investing wise and basically I've been looking for something else since I found nursing. All right. Since I started my nursing career. Why, why did you I mean, why'd you do nursing in the first place, though? It sounds like it was never a great fit. Yes, let's start there. Well, born into a nursing family. Our dad is a nurse, an does nurse anesthesia. A bunch of nurses in the family. <laughs> she can't say anesthesiologist. I can't say nurse anesthesiologist. <laughs> I know, I I know you were going to say it and then you backed off. I was. So that's, then I was like, yeah. wait. <laughs> okay, born into a family of nurses. So I didn't really think there was any other career option. Mom stayed at home with us as kids. So I didn't really see what, I didn't really have an immediate influence of what women did if they worked. So I just did nursing because that's what I knew. Didn't really love it in college. It wasn't interested in science, but was bribed to continue doing that if I got good grades and would get a car. <laughs> so I kept kept on with nursing and... What? Is that why I didn't get a car? Because my grades were not good? <laughs> yeah. Maybe dad didn't have to bribe you like he did me. Yeah, it just wasn't a great fit. So I just did it because that's what I was thought I needed to do. Was that different for you? I mean, yeah, a little bit. I don't know why I did nursing. Like as a little kid, I wanted to fly airplanes I'm sure as all little boys do at some point I wanted to be I guess the first thing I wanted to be I wanted to be a pastor um, as I got older that was not a good fit uh, I wanted to fly planes um, I wanted to be an architect I didn't know this but I guess when it came down to it because you don't care Jennifer it's because, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's true no so yeah I had all those thoughts growing up as a kid I don't know what 
like from age five and up, I, I don't know, whatever. So, but when it came down to actually choosing something, um, I guess I didn't, I didn't really even think of it kind of like you, Jennifer, I just, we have so many nurses in our family. It was just kind of what everybody was doing. And honestly, a little bit like you were doing that. And so I was like, okay, well, if, if you're doing it, I guess that sounds like a good idea. But then again, my dad does anesthesia and I figured that was probably something like make really good money, you know, do, do, do anesthesia. And I knew the path to get there. So that was, that was another reason. He always talked about how much he liked it. Yeah. That was a big part of it. Like he never had any complaints. He always loved it, talked about it from a good point of view and figured that was probably a good fit for me. I'm, I'm a lot like my dad. So like, if it works for you, it'll probably work for me. So I, yeah, I did that, did nursing school. I didn't love nursing school at all. Um, I didn't do good in school either. Like freshman year, I probably got, I don't remember three, 3.0, but that was really, it was boosted from my physical education classes doing really well in those <laughs> <laughs> soccer, soccer, got an A in soccer every year. Um, no, so, so yeah, I didn't do, do well in school. Never really loved any part of nursing until, until the final semester of my associate's degree. I did pretty good in our ICU rotation or whatever. Actually, in, in nursing school, the first A I ever got, I got a lot of Bs, a lot of barely passings. Yeah. But the first A I got was an OB. And partially because, like, Colleen, my oldest, was kind of, like, on the way during that class. So I was able to, like, follow along while Nicole was pregnant in that class. So it was it was actually kind of easy because I was experiencing it. Oh, wow. So yeah, never did. So would you would you recommend that? Uh, <laughs> I would recommend having a kid in nursing school just so you can do well in your tests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then I had a good, good had strategy, a kid, and that kind of kind of put me into a different mindset. Like sports were still at the time, sports were still the most important. But then I had another mo- really close to almost. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sports were still probably too much of a priority at the time, but school became a higher priority than sports after I had a kid, got married, and. Um, did a lot better in my bachelor's and which I like, that's probably the best thing that could have happened to me. I don't think my grades would have been good enough to get into anesthesia school if I didn't have a, like a mindset shift at that time. So as stressful a situation as that was, um, it was definitely a surprise, but like having a kid when you're 20, that's not something that I recommend to anybody, but like it, it, it changed my life for the better. Obviously having a kid, like that was great. Got married. Love my wife. We've been married for 10 years. Um, and it, it changed my mindset to where I was able to focus. And yeah, like I said, I wouldn't have gotten into anesthesia school if, <laughs> if it wasn't for that. So yeah, should I keep going into yeah. anesthesia school or should we bring Colin in for some commentary? <laughs> Maybe Colin can tell us how he arrived in nursing as well. Yeah, I was not, I was not raised in the, uh, they didn't even touch on being the Von Trapp family, but <laughs> I wasn't raised in the uh, nursing world. Uh, nobody in my family was a nurse. Nobody in my family was even really medical. And I just kind of happened into it. Just met a guy camping. He was talking about it. It sounded great. Uh, three days a week and decent money. So I was just like, all right, I'll look into it. And uh took, took me a couple tries, but I finally committed to it and went up north. I, I live in Los Angeles, or we live in Los Angeles, and I'm from here. So I went up to school up northern California and played soccer. <laughs> so that was my main motivation was soccer. But uh, but I also did nursing school. And, and I kind of had the same experience through nursing school. I uh, wasn't great at studying. I liked the clinical side of things, and I felt like I did well with the clinical side of things. But um, but the, I guess, didactic portion was not my strong suit. But, like, 
the common sense stuff of actually practicing nursing, I thought I did okay in. Um, had a little setback, had to repeat a quarter going through nursing school, but eventually I got my uh, associate's degree and then I started working and then got into the ER and got my bachelor's degree while I was already working in the ER and then did that for the last uh, 10 or so years. I did some travel and I've I've actually been out of it since, uh, I guess, the beginning of 2022. So it's been almost two years now that I've been out of uh, nursing away from the bedside. Um, but yeah, still keeping the license current because I definitely had, um, I, I think I'm kind of in between the two of these guys where it was like, I enjoyed the work. I definitely liked the challenge of it. Um, I think the politics just kind of got to me and that's what ultimately drove me out of nursing. So kind of kind of could go either way but definitely keeping it current because i'm not necessarily writing writing it off forever but currently right now in this chapter of our lives it's uh it's we got a lot going on outside of nursing so yeah that's that's kind of how we got to where we are now i do want to say i tend to not shed or share a lot of positivity in nursing and I am definitely very grateful to nursing and where it's brought me. I mean, I met Colin in the hospital um, as a nurse. We met in the ER, and there's been a lot of amazing things that have come through the community and the friends that we've met in nursing. And even though out of us three, our team, I definitely have was the least happy in the career. Mm. There's still a lot of great things that we got from it. And I mean, one of the huge benefits of nursing is that you can always have your license current and you can always have it as a fallback. There's travel assignments, which Colin and I did for a while traveling. And there's just so many different industries you can get in within nursing. And I didn't actually take the time to maybe figure out a better area for me. Um, So that's partly my fault. I didn't actually, I could have made nursing work and been a lot more, I think, successful and happy in it. But instead I kind of focused on the negativity and how I felt after shifts and, you know, just working night shift destroyed me. So I kind of leaned into maybe my personal negative feelings about it instead of making it work because you're clearly a lot more happy in it, Josh. It got better after I finished anesthesia school. I'll I'll say that for sure. But I will say, though, if you were satisfied and happy doing nursing, we might not have ever started our real estate company or our podcast. That's true. So so I'm very thankful that you hated nursing as much as you did. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was was definitely very eager to find something else to do with my life yeah and i feel like we always get asked the question like when we met was it like gray's anatomy and that's exactly what it was like (laughs) it was just like making out in the broom closet (laughs) oh i thought you meant so gray's anatomy at all we can't watch any medical shows in in our house no no nurses no gray's anatomy where there's zero nurses Oh yeah, where the doctors do all the all the skills work that nurses usually do. Is that what you're talking about? We yeah. <laughs> we can't watch medical shows in our house because I'm just ripping it apart the entire time. And Nicole's like over here, "Oh my goodness, I didn't know that's how things were done." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. That's not how things are done." You're like, you're like absolutely not. <laughs> hey, I've I've seen a couple doctors go and get the bedpans and then hand them to me so that I can actually do the work, yeah, but it's more than most. You, know, you must work. That's all right. With some some uh, unicorns. They were. They were definitely unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into current career choices. So you guys are both not working in the hospital. And I didn't realize, Jennifer, it's been since March since you actually worked as a nurse for a shift. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty um, at a surgery center. 
for some reason, I thought you were still doing like one a month or something like that, but it's been since March. Cool. So what are you doing now instead? It's, yeah, it's been... Yeah. So you kind of alluded to the fact that we started buying some real estate together, um, which we'll get into later. I have come into the business as kind of managing the properties. And from that experience, we started managing um, the building that we live in in Los Angeles. And that actually was able to replace our nursing income so that we can stay home and actually focus on the business, um, the real estate and the business aspect of what we're doing. So that has been the majority of my work the last couple years, even though it's kind of hopping in and out of shifts in the surgery center. Um, but everything's just kind of this year we've been focusing, really wanting to focus on what we're doing outside of nursing. So that's what we've been really doing with our time now. I know there's a lot of, so you're, I mean, essentially you're building a property management business and that's what you've been doing the last couple of years. Um, does that, that yes, doesn't sound have, great. Is it better than nursing? <laughs> it's not great. It's not great, but we are doing like, we definitely have a ton of frustration. We're, you know, dealing with tenants and collecting rent and that's definitely not a fun place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as tenants still ourselves, renters ourselves, but at the end of the day, I am problem solving these issues at home. I can go outside and I can take a walk in the middle of the day if I want to. I have amazing sleep hours now. So it's not a fabulous work, but I feel a thousand times better. So you don't, what you're saying is you don't miss, you don't miss the 11P to 11A shifts in the ER. You don't miss those much. Not at all. 11P to 11A. That's a weird shift. <laughs> I just made that up. That sounded like the worst time. So I, so I just threw that out there. That's <laughs> too bad. Yeah. Good for traffic though. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I worked in, in mm -hmm. Chicago for a year in the ICU at Loyola University Medical Center. I hate traffic. And then the times that I worked in during, oh my goodness, it would take me, it would take me. <laughs> over an hour to go like less than 20 miles to the hospital. And then I don't know. I mean, you guys live in LA, you know what that's like. Yeah. 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 You just learn to, yeah. You learn when you can get out and when to avoid the roads entirely. If, if only they had Teslas back then, that would make things a little bit more. Okay. Just fall asleep while you're driving. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Run into the back <laughs> of a semi. Um, Colin. So you, yeah. you haven't been doing nursing for a couple of years. What are you doing? So yeah, I, I left nursing end of 2021 and I initially started just doing some handyman work. My dad's a carpenter and you know now he's a contractor as well. And there's another guy around town that I was working with and I was just kind of picking up odd jobs here and there just I guess making ends meet um, while we were building our portfolio within our real estate company, you know, the three of us and um one thing led to another and it was it was that handyman work that brought around this opportunity to manage the building we live in so i was doing that for about 10 months or so prior to taking over this building that we live in it's a 35 unit apartment building on the uh, west side of los angeles pretty close to the beach and so it's a great location pretty good sized building and just in talking to the property manager one day she just asked if we wanted to take it over and i was like yeah, sure. Why not? Because, you know, we've been doing this for properties in Wisconsin, so we figured it'd be significantly easier to manage something we lived in, which, 
in a lot of ways it is, but also like we can't go outside to the car to like take the dog out without getting stopped about some sort of maintenance request. So that's kind of, <laughs> that's a little yeah. tricky, but, but it's good. And it's, it's, it's been a huge blessing for us to have this because it's allowed us, it's given us the financial freedom, even though obviously it's not anywhere close to what we were making as nurses, when, especially when we're both working and both doing travel assignments. It's nowhere close to that, but it's at least enough for us to be able to focus on this, focus on the property management, focus on building our real estate portfolio as a company, and then now have the time to be doing this uh, Investing RN podcast. So it's it's been great. And I've my 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 part in it is more i guess operations and you know handling maintenance and that type of stuff and coordinating with contractors uh here in the building for remodels and getting things listed and showings and Jen's kind of the uh behind the scenes brains of the operation which is the same way she functions in our company our real estate company so it's a good blend it, yeah. it's it's working so that, right now so that building that you're managing out there is right it's I mean, I've been there. It's really, it's pretty nice. It's right next to the beach with like half a mile from the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you, a while back you said you, I don't know, the, the building, like if you were to put it, if you were to put, the guy has owned it forever, but if you were to put like a monetary value on the building, what is it like 10, 15 million, something like that? Yeah. I mean, it, it depends who you ask. Like if you ask him and he's wanting to sell it, it's worth like 17. If you ask him and he's wanting to pay taxes on it, it's worth like eight. So, <laughs> so but yeah, probably yeah. somewhere in that 10 to $15 million range. Yeah. So, so whenever we're talking it's, about, it's, when we're talking about assets under management, so we're going to, we're going to use the 17 million worth. So whenever we're talking about assets under management, yeah. right. you guys are managing $20 million right. worth of real estate <laughs> assets under management. <laughs> it's always like a flex right. for people That's who are, right. yeah, own stuff, assets under management. Yeah, yeah the, the beachfront property in Montana. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we've, I don't know if we've all seen that, but I've seen yeah. that one. And for you now, your day-to-day, because you, you kind of mentioned doing the anesthesia now, so you've worked your way through nursing school you had a kid early you've had a couple more since then and now your day-to-day looks like uh, what full-time anesthesia and what else yeah go, well i mean going back to to nursing school or whatever so i I talked about like not doing well until i had a family and then things kind of picked up a little bit and i moved around moved from chattanooga worked there for a year and then chicago for a year went i moved to uh florida to go to anesthesia school because my my main goal is just to get into anesthesia school if i had to move to get in faster. That was, that was always the plan. Um, so I got into a school in Florida and we moved down there, was there for almost three years while I was in school and then came back up here to Wisconsin. And I've been working as a nurse, (laughs) nurse anesthetist, a nurse anesthesiologist. (laughs) That's the word that Jennifer wasn't able to say earlier. Recently you just just got uh, promoted, didn't you? (laughs) Self-promotion. So <laughs> it's, it's semantics, but that's that's where the name changes, or that's where the name's headed. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not, we're not going to talk about that here. But <laughs> just, no. just for the record, let's not. This just, will never end. Just for the record, though, to all the CRNAs out there, we fully love and support CRNAs. We just like giving Josh a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. In everything, not just not just <laughs> not just this. Um. Anyway, so we moved here in 2018. I've been working as a nurse anesthesiologist 
actually the name change was more recent than that. So when I first started here, I was an anesthetist. <laughs> oh my gosh, wrap this up. <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. So anyway, I, I worked at a big facility, wasn't able to practice to the full extent of my scope of practice. So I, I moved around a few different hospitals for, for different reasons. And I settled in a small critical access hospital here um, in Wisconsin. Yeah, so I do anesthesia in a in small critical access hospitals. It's not people ask me like what what that's like. What are my hours? It's not like it shift work. Um, in the smaller hospitals, you just go when there's surgeries to be done. So I go when there's surgeries, and I come home when I'm done. There's a lot of being on call, which which some people can't mentally. Well, it's not that they can't mentally handle it. It's just it's different. Um, I would I would rather be on call with the potential of getting called in to go work and have an extra. 10 weeks off every year. That's always been the case for me. Some people would rather have a set eight weeks off and not have any, not have to work any weekends, any overnights. Um, but I'll take the, I'll take the extra vacation time any day of the week. So that's been my situation the last almost three years, I want to say. So I work, yeah, I work right now. I work 20, I have a 26 week contract with that small critical access hospital and I've been picking up shifts. There's like eight different, seven or eight different hospitals in Wisconsin that I'm credentialed in and I'll go pick up every once in a while on a weekend here overnight somewhere else um, just for some extra cash. I mean, I, I don't know if that's something I should mention here, but that's some, that's kind of like a mindset um, shift that I've had is because when I first started out of anesthesia school, like I saw all the dollars that could come in if I work extra shifts. But now like I see that as every time I pick up extra, yeah, it's great money. But as soon as I stop picking up extra, the money stops coming in. So that kind of ties into our real estate investing is like now I can do a lot of work right now and get paid forever. And anesthesia, I can do a lot of work right now and only get paid while I'm working. And that's that's something that I've I've been trying to set myself set my future up um, better. And we'll yeah, we'll get into that in future episodes. But that's kind of where I am right now. That's my day to day. Yeah. And this podcast. Now I'm doing this podcast. I get to talk to Colin and Jennifer a little bit more often. <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say. It's like I think that whole mindset shift kind of occurred for all of us at, at different stages. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. I think we were all 100% in for the real estate, but it was like kind of what we wanted from the real estate and what we were willing to do outside of real estate to supplement our lives. I definitely think Jen and I kind of arrived at a point where we were ready to make some sacrifices to not have to like rely on the hourly, like the shift work basically. And you know, now you're kind of coming around to that. And that's led us to this podcast and creating this platform. And, and our goal with this is to be able to give, give other people that are in the same position we were in or, or may, kind of are still in mm -hmm. um, some resources and some information and just like some hope. Yeah. Well, and, and all like, three yeah, of depending us, on where you are in your career. Yeah, definitely. And, and all three of us can speak directly to, to somebody in, in a different situation. Like, for example, Jennifer never really... Right loved nursing at all so like we can we can talk to people who are in nursing that don't love it colin you can speak to a different group who like love nursing but, well maybe not love nursing but but we're more okay with it but want something else outside and then i can speak to people who are like still in it like i don't i don't have plans on leaving it anytime soon but also like i have i'm enjoying like building a business and creating a a long-term path to wealth um in my future and just kind of shifting your mind on yeah. like making a little bit of money forever or making a lot of money right now for one hour. There's a lot of different ways to approach mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So it's, it, it definitely, it's a commitment, whatever way, whatever path you choose. And it's going to be hard work no matter what, mm -hmm. like no, no path is easy. 
for me, the hardest part of real estate investing is putting in like, let's just use a hundred hours, even though it's way more than that. Let's just use 100 hours as an example, 100 hours of hard work and not getting paid for that at all. Whereas like on the flip side, I can go to the hospital right next door and not right, right next door, but you know, right over here and for a hundred hours make like a ton of money. So that that's been tough, but I, I know that mm-hmm. it's setting our future up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, at a certain point you have to just kind of take a step back in order to take those steps forward. And I think it's really hard because it's, we're all coming from, you know, obviously being a nurse anesthesiologist, you make a lot more money than regular nurses do, but you know, we were doing travel nursing and we were, the two of us were doing an assignment together and every week we were getting like taken home like six grand a week. Like, so it's like Mm -hmm. to go from that to like nothing essentially. And then having to build back up from there, it was, it was a really tough challenge. It was extremely tough for us and a, a huge lifestyle change. And we have a kid. Yeah, and we have, we have a, a two-year-old right now. She's she's two and a half-ish now, so it's like there was still, still financial burden. Are you still in the point where you're counting months? How old she is? Is she like 30 months oh, yeah, right yeah. now or what? And we're yeah. just barely <laughs> she's, out of that. She's 31 months and four days. <laughs> nice. But, but yeah, I mean, so it's just trying to build that up is like, it was tough to take the step back, but it was like realizing what we were building was for our future and what we were building was going to give us the freedom in five or 10 years, hopefully sooner, but realistically like, you know, five or 10 years. Whereas like we could just keep going and doing what we're doing and like building this thing slower, or we could take a step back from the nursing thing so that we could build the real estate faster and like get to a time freedom sooner, I guess. Um, So, but it's tough and it's, and it's not for everyone to do it the way we've done it. And I don't know that I would have done it the same way again because my personality has been, you know, I was in it and I was dreading each shift and there were tears on some days, <laughs> maybe more than, <laughs> maybe a lot <laughs> more of than days. days. Um, yeah, more, <laughs> more than some, <laughs> more than some. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but so I quit nursing kind of as fast as I could. I I mean, there's a joke. I've quit actually nursing a bunch of times to do photography, to do like our real estate. I cut, I quit a few times. I've, I've been trying to quit for many years. Um, but I wish that I would have focused more on my mindset while I was in it because the great thing about nursing our nurses is that we have such a big flexibility in what we do. And, you know, if we're doing 12 hour shifts, we're working three three days and then we have the other days off and you really can work on something while you're working full time. I mean, even Josh's schedule is, you know, you you have so much time off even at, with your like full time job. So I really wish that I would have focused on my mindset up front and continued to work is, and then we could have collected a paycheck while we were um, building this business. But instead I was like, I was just focused on how miserable I was and I was like, I'm out as fast as I can be. And we, like Colin said, we have, um, we gave up quite a bit going from travel nursing money to like a lot less than that. So it was a a little bit like we, we, you know, we, we did that to ourselves. You both were doing travel assignments and Colin mentioned that like you were making like six grand take home in your pocket. That's like a ton of money, Mm -hmm. um, per week. Um, 
and then you both quit. Well, like essentially you both quit around the same time, right? We titrated out. (laughs) (laughs) Nursing terminology. I mean, it was. We did kind of quit at the same time. I I think we were out first, actually. So back to our uh, 31-month-old. We, um, (laughs) so like around that time, the where we were both doing the travel assignments together was prior to having our child baby our daughter whatever <laughs> i don't know why that sounds weird but but uh prior to that we were both working together and then after that it was like i think i was working in a surgery center for a little bit and then i went to the, the last assignment i had actually was in wisconsin which is where josh and their jen and josh's parents live and uh not not that Josh lives with his parents, but <laughs> but the um <laughs> but not, so we we did a travel assignment out I'm moving the out soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and my three children. But I actually Yeah. My last assignment was there in Wisconsin and at the time I was just working by myself. But I was making, you know, like taking home about three grand a week right before I left nursing and Jen was already out at that time. Yeah. It was it was Regardless, it was a big step back and it was tough. But um, you know, Mama likes getting her nails done. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> I do. And Jen, I was talking about Josh, but Jen also oh. likes nice things too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama likes his nails done every three weeks. What can I say? Yeah, I don't know where we were going with that, but it's just it's it's a, it's a big shift. But uh, there's but I, so many ways you can do it with nursing. So it's like I, there's no no one way to do it, which is what's great. I do mm-hmm. want to clarify for those of you who didn't catch the sarcasm that I've I have not lived with my parents um, since around yeah. <laughs> since around the age of fifteen. <laughs> I went uh, away to a uh, boarding academy, um, not because I was a bad kid, but because that was like just like our church does that a lot. So I was a good kid, and I went to boarding school, and then yeah, I haven't really lived at home full time since then. Um, and now I have three beautiful children; they're all girls uh, and a beautiful wife. We've been married for over ten years. And for those of for those close friends of mine that are listening to this at this point, like we're actually having another baby next May, so reach out to me. <laughs> and if you don't reach out to me, I know you didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the announcement. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Another baby. We don't know what it is yet, but we know there's um, something else cooking. There's a there's a good chance it's another girl. There's a like it's at least fifty percent chance. Like I think the odds are yeah, are there. At least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so now let's talk about the podcast. So this has been a ton of fun. Um, a lot more work than I expected to, to expected it to be, um, but also a lot of fun at the same time. So what what are some goals for this podcast? What do you see coming from this, or what, what's what's um, our mission? Like, what do we want to do with this? Yeah, I I think just to be like very honest about stuff. I think this kind of started off. We were, we're our investing career or path, I guess, was heavily influenced by Bigger Pockets mm. and other real estate podcasts. Podcasts and uh, Josh and I talked on a lot of occasions about you know starting a podcast, a real estate podcast, and maybe like doing a spinoff of what a lot of these other real estate podcasts were doing. And and a big motivation was just to grow our network be able to raise money for deals and like find deals and just kind of, you know, a lot of more benefiting ourselves. And then we kind of got into this nursing thing and realized that there really wasn't any platform for nurses to like learn these types of things, like just geared towards nursing. Cause I think we all went through nursing school 
we all got zero financial you know background or knowledge from nursing school and just realizing like what there was such a huge deficit there and it's a great career but like there's no path out of it other than just working and putting into a 401k and retiring at 65 and there's no support mm-hmm. while you're in it like it's, yeah it every year i feel like it's getting a harder it's becoming a harder industry to work in and there's mm-hmm. just there's no support for nurses who are doing the hard work every day or who are looking for something else outside of it just there's not really a lot of support for nurses in general yeah yeah and i don't, and, I don't know if you guys remember there, you know there okay. there was there was like politicians and people that made fun of nurses for a really long time not realizing what we did and then and then the mm-hmm. pandemic happened and i think everybody realized that how important we were but at the same time there was some like I don't even know where I'm trying to go with this, but there were so many nurses that were like overworked, like everybody's burnout. There's pe- there's nurses leaving left and right. People like Jennifer and then people like I don't, other people <laughs> that actually don't mind doing it, but they're just overworked and they don't have a support system or a community mm-hmm. so that, yeah, yeah we want to, we want to help. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think there was just not really within the nursing community, obviously like everyone knows what the problems are, like understaffed, overworked, all that kind of stuff. And then with COVID, it was like, Oh, healthcare heroes. But you know, it's just like any other big thing, unless you're actually involved in it, everybody quickly forgets. It's like, Oh yeah, thoughts and prayers. And then all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. the pandemic's over and everybody just thinks it's like, okay, everything's great again. And it's like, well, no, it wasn't really great to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like nursing burnout rates are, I think at an all time high right now. And, Part of that just has to do with like, you know, people having a, yeah, I think everybody hears like, oh, you only work three days a week, but it's like three 12 hour shifts in the hospital, take it out of you where it's like, if you have to pick up a fourth or a fifth, it's just like, that's your whole life. So it's like, even just being able to generate some passive income, whether it's from like, you know, renting out rooms in your house or having rental properties or having like a little side business or something like that, whatever it, whatever it is just takes that burden off and maybe even just getting back to three twelves a week would be enough to save you know nurses from leaving the profession because you know at the end of the day we need nurses and if they continue mm-hmm. to leave at the rates they're leaving there's going to be a some huge travel contracts so for you travelers out there <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> but you know it's it's going to create a real problem in the future and like i think we've all kind of collectively had this mind shift like that we just like people are first and if we can serve these people then ultimately you know these people being nurses that's that's the biggest thing we want to do and whatever comes from it great but like our first mission like you mentioned is to serve nurses and to provide something for them that we didn't have and that we could have really benefited from yeah so we're gonna we're gonna bring guests on and and us i mean not that we're like experts we'll bring on outside experts as well on like financial literacy like building a building a business and we'll bring on experts in various different businesses and they'll bring like education and tips on how to do stuff and we're going to be speaking directly to nurses it'll apply to everybody nurses entrepreneurs business owners it'll it'll apply to everybody but we just have a a soft spot in our heart for nurses so we want we want them to be directly speaking to nurses yeah and i think it's nice too you know with josh having the advanced practice side of nursing or being involved in the advanced practice side of nursing even even just that just talking to nurses who have found another path within nursing that maybe was 
enough to to save them and keep them in it you know whether that was while they were doing something else outside of nursing or only that like i think even that's hugely valuable because even within the hospital mm-hmm. there's other places you can go that might be a breath of fresh air to you yeah well and for a lot of well for a lot for some nurses that don't really care for nursing like getting getting a degree in either anesthesia or nurse practitioner there's other routes that would be much more for fulfilling so I like we can speak to those and we're bringing on some guests that have done that as well so there's there's that or or building a side business business if you don't want to go back to school there's there's we're going to bring on experts in every area <laughs> all the areas all the areas and there will be every area <laughs> I, I think small disclaimer there might be a favoring of the real estate investing just because that's what we do and we're very passionate about it and we want to look at a lot of different uh, businesses and techniques and all that kind of stuff. And even just, Mm -hmm. just financial literacy in terms of like, you know, 401ks and matches and index funds and all that kind of stuff. So a little bit of everything. A little bit of it all. I think that's it. I think that you've heard our whole story now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. What are we doing next? Yeah. We'll be talking about our real estate in a lot more detail in the, in future episodes. So if you're curious about what we've done, um, yeah, we'll be talking about it and everything. I would like to think that we're all open books. So if you guys have questions or anything, we'll, we'll cover everything. We're, we're not withholding any information recently or not recently, but that's another thing. Like there's a lot of people who have done a lot of stuff and they're, they, they live in a, a mindset of, um, scarcity. I would like to think we all live in a mindset of abundance and we're willing to help because what's that saying? Collaboration over something. There's another word in there. Competition. Yes. Collaboration over competition. Like because no, all of these extremely successful people, none of them were able to do it by themselves. They had mentors and yeah. people that collaborated with them. And we'd like to we'd like to be also part yeah. of that. Yeah. There's definitely enough wealth in the world for everybody mm-hmm. to succeed. Yeah, just stay out of Wisconsin. Too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah be, one of the things too that we uh I don't know if this is the time to plug it, but um We'll have it set up. So if you got a great story that you want to tell, or you think you could bring some value to our audience, um, we'll we'll hook it up in the show notes with some uh, some links to log in and shoot us some of your info and get in touch with us. You know, also topics people want to discuss. We're just kind of we're building this for nurses, so we want to make sure it's it's tailored to exactly what everyone needs, and we're just providing a good resource for everybody. And also. For us, it's going to be awesome because we get to learn all this at the same time and grow. Yeah. So let's grow together. Investing RN out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investing RN. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to share this episode with one other person and follow us on Instagram at investingrn.co if you have any other questions or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Your input is super valuable and we love hearing from our listeners. Until next time, remember, your financial well-being is a journey and we're here to guide you every step of the way. Keep investing in yourself and your future.